Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for relationships and fellowship together in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I had a wonderful time up in Marainui, up in Napier last weekend. And uh, Pastor Hui and, and Titia send their thanks and appreciation for all your prayers and to let you know that they're making a difference. And for those of you that don't know, Marai Nui is uh, in Napier, and it's that suburb that, that is not on the, the tourist brochures. <laughs> it's that place where they haven't got one of the 10 places to visit in Napier. <laughs> um, it's a low, so, very low socioeconomic area, uh, gang-infested, lots of drugs, lots of dysfunctional stuff going on there. But um, but it's it's um, I, I had a sense that that it, it's 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 just about ready for a revival. I had a sense there of that this time round. The people are there not just hungry; they're desperate, and they 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 they're crying out for God. And the leadership course on Saturday and the, and the ministry on Sunday went really well, much better than I thought. Uh, for a whole lot of different reasons. Met, a once, uh, met some wonderful folk again. Can anything positive come out of Marae Nui? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Pulse Ministries is much more than a church. It's a, it's a community. And it's a light in the darkness. A place of stability and some sort of normality for many who live in that, all that turmoil, all that dysfunction. A lot of folk live on the edge there. And it's a type of place where you, you meet someone on one visit, like I did the first time. And the second time around, you miss them because they've gone to prison. <laughs> and this time, I met some who just come out of prison. Um, some just came in. Some just come in for the after-service kai, a hug, a bit of warmth and encouragement. And then they're off into the night again, to who knows where and to what. And Sunday night, one man came in with his younger sister, and you could tell that he was, he was off his face in drugs. And she would have been about 25 years old. And underneath all of that dis, uh, disheveled look, she was, she was absolutely beautiful. Took me aback a bit. Um, intelligent eyes. But at the same time, empty and showing signs of a, of a real hard life, you know. And in another place and in another environment, she would have been absolutely stunning. And people like that, you just want to grab them and hold them till the, till the storm passes. Same time, you want to kick something or someone, you know. How she got into that place, I'll never know. Only God knows. But she comes in, and she finds Christ there. She finds Christ in the warmth of all those people there that, that just embrace her regardless of what she's, of how she is, what she looks like. They don't care. It would be easy to go to Marae Nui and just look on the face of it and the people and say, nah, it's too hard because it's so raw and often, you know, quite confronting, that you would be wrong, and that would be a big mistake. 
God's arms are never too short that he cannot save or restore. And this time around, I saw some people that I saw last time who were going on for God in a wonderful way. And the moment we stop believing, the moment we stop believing that God can make a difference, then we cease to be effective in our faith and our testimony of him because he can. And you've got to keep believing that. We've got to keep holding on to that. See, God looks on the heart of a person. And both times now, something has um, shifted and changed in me. And it's a good change. It's a God change. It comes out of a, a feeling of being inadequate in myself and my own abilities to make a difference in that environment, which forced me both times to, to rely on him more and more. And that's a good thing. See, when we're weak, then he's strong. When we take our eyes off our, our own self and our own abilities to do things and, and keep them fixed on him, then he can do wonderful things. You can't go into places like that with a, a little religious or doctrine or program. It has to be fresh mana from his heart to their heart. Messages of love, hope wrapped in faith never fails. Because people are looking for the real deal. And acts of love and encouragement are huge. Huey and Titi are doing a, a wonderful work up there, greatly loved and respected, <laughs> even by the gangs. And I found out, um, they found out re recently that the gangs have adopted them, their, them as their unofficial pastors. <laughs> They send their, they don't go, they send their kids along, but they've told them, no, you're, you're our pastor, you're, you're our church, you know. And so that's a wonderful thing, that's amazing. On Sunday evening, I shared a message called, Don't Let Your Dreams Die. And uh, God must have been doing some restoration work because there, was, there were a lot of tears flowing and people coming back to Christ. It was a wonderful time. People's lives coming alive to hope again. It was great to see and to be a part of. And, and dreams are important. Uh, Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart grow sick, but a longing fulfilled is like a tree of life. Can you get that thing ready, please, Richard? Or hope postponed grieves the heart, but when a dream comes, life is sweet and is satisfied. I'd like to start off um, showing you, uh, playing a video of an, uh, an amazing girl with a wonderful gift and a big dream of her own, Mandy Harvey. What an amazing story, eh? What an amazing story and a testimony of someone who, um, in spite of a huge setback, being struck down with deafness, found the belief in herself along with the, the courage and the conviction not to give up. Instead, get back up and continue to pursue her dream of being a singer and songwriter. In the natural, that just seems impossible. Yet here she is doing exactly that. And if anyone fits that scripture, all things are possible to they who believe, certainly her, 
what are the odds of someone being successful in a career choice of music and singing when they are deaf? Most would say it can't be done. Give up. Give in. Just go home. Yet here she is, still singing, still following her dream, and still being successful. I love some of the lyrics uh, in her comments. I don't live the way I want to. That whole picture never came into view. It's not the dream I always had, but that's okay. I just keep showing up anyway. And even though she couldn't hear anymore, the music was still alive in her. So she got up and found a way to get it out again. And at one stage, she wanted to to give up. She got so really low, and then she... um, Then she knew she could, and nobody would blame her, but then she realized that she wanted to do more in her life than just give up. So she wrote that song, Try, and began singing it. And that song and that newfound belief in herself carried her to the finals of America's Got Talent and a golden buzzer. Isn't that amazing? And opened the door to a a very lucrative career. She may have lost her hearing, but she never lost her song. And she never lost the music in her heart. Then every one of us is a God-given song. And it comes by other names. Some call it a talent. Some call it a gift. Some call it a vision. Others call it a dream. Something meant to enrich and fulfill our lives. Something to take us from A to B. Or something that adds value to and makes a difference in this whole shebang that we call the human race. In Psalms 139, uh, it's a beautiful psalm. Before we were ever born, God had a plan for us. And right there in our mother's womb, He knitted us together with all the right ingredients, all the right right colors for us to fulfill our place in the universe. It says that we were reverently and wonderfully made, exquisite, with great attention to detail. Your birth was not a mistake or an accident. You were created by God for purpose. Your existence here on earth matters and adds value and adds meaning. Your unique part fits into life's giant jigsaw puzzle, if you like. Without your placement, a, a certain picture, a certain frame in time would be incomplete. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for good and not for evil. Plans to give you a future with hope. And I cannot overstate the importance of having a sense of purpose or meaning for your life today. Without it, a lot have just given up. They see no point to it all. Living life well below what was intended to be. Just going through the motions of life, existing but not really living. Some had great dreams, but then then lost them. 
There's nothing more tragic than what dies in a person while they're still alive. Lights on, but nobody home. I've had dreams. I've had nightmares. But I overcame the nightmares with my dreams. And dreams often act as a signpost of purpose, your meaning in life, something that brings out the song in you and fills you with music, that brings your life alive and makes it all worthwhile. I love this quote, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And a heart without dreams is like a bird without wings. And I know what it's like to have your dream wings clipped to have the dream stuffing knocked out of you. I've known setbacks that derail your dreams. You might be saying, you're too late with this message, brother. My dreams faded a long time ago. You're too late. I'm, I'm way past my use-by date when it comes to dreams. You're too late. Nobody else believed in me, so I stopped believing in myself. Unfortunately, along with the dreams, often comes the dream thieves, the vision killers, the destiny destroyers. They come in all shapes and sizes, all different ways. Some came when you were still a child. A loss, a wrong done. Some came through having tried but failed, tried but failed, tried but failed. Some came through rejection or ridicule. Some came through betrayal, never being affirmed or valued. Some came through a broken relationship. A, um, a survey done said that one of the biggest reasons for marriage and relationship breakups is unmet expectations. Isn't that interesting? I would have thought it was violence or something like that. Unmet expectations. It wasn't what you dreamed it would be. That's why it's so important for young ones, before you get married, to share your dreams, to share your vision, so that you're on the same page as the person you're about to marry. Because if you go in that and it doesn't happen, then that's an unmet expectation. Came here today to tell you it's not over till God says it's over. And it's not, here to, it's not finished until God says it's finished. And God, the ball is always in your court. And every day he sits before you, blessing and cursing, life and death, and he says, choose life. Choose blessing. Choose your dream. Choose your vision. Choose your goals. Choose those things. You don't give up on life. Life won't give up on you. You don't give up on what God has given you, God won't give up on you. Mandy Harvey, my dream hasn't come into full view yet, but that's okay. I'll just keep showing up anyway. My message today for you is keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Keep on dreaming. Don't let the dream thieves turn the volume down on the song that's in your heart, especially at this time. Especially at this time.
Don't let the music fade in your soul. Just because you can't hear it anymore doesn't mean it's not in there. Or that you can't be revived again. God was the origin of that song and music that's in your heart. Let him be the restorer of it again. Don't let your dream die. Don't let your dream die. My personal life is that um, a living testimony of somebody that had a dream. I had a dream to turn my life around, turn the, the walk around for my family. And lots of obstacles came my way, but I've achieved that dream. It wasn't anybody else's dream. It may not be the great success that everybody else has, but it was my success. One thing about success, don't let anybody else tell you what success means to you. The great sportsman will say, if, if you're not a great sportsman like me, then you're not successful. Not true. The great businessman will say, if you're not great uh, successful like me, then you're not successful. Not true. Some of us just want to have great marriages. Some of us just want to have great families. Nothing wrong with that. Some of us just want to be succeed at what we're good at, and that's good. That's your dream. That's your success. Follow that dream. Follow that success. Romans 15.3, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Jobah says, you will be secure because there is hope. And as a result, you will look around you and take your rest in safety. I don't feel the way I used to. The sky is much gray more than it is blue. But I know one day I'll get through and I'll take my place again. And there is no one for me to blame because the only thing on my way is me. Don't let your dreams die, Balaam. Don't let your dreams die. They're a, they're a signpost to your purpose in life. They're a signpost to your success in life. And don't let them die. I want to uh, finish off with just praying for you today. But first of all, um, I'd like us to, to join in prayer. When I was up there, a, a guy came in whose son is six years of old, uh, six years of age, and he's up in uh, Starship Hospital up in Auckland. He's got uh, serious cancer. Uh, he had a month to live, and that's three weeks now. And so uh, we prayed and we prayed, and I said, I would take his name home, and us as a church would pray for him as well. That young fella still has a dream. He still has a hope of, of, of fulfilling his life. So, so I'm asking you to, to join with me in praying for his dream. His name is Tehau Kurareo Tipa. We'll just call him Tehau because it'll be too long to pray. Okay, so if you'd like to close your eyes and just stretch out your arms, please. Oh, Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your great love today, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you're the God of the impossible, Father. We sung those songs today, Father God. Wonderful songs of encouragement, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord, that you're the God of the impossible, Lord, that nothing is impossible to you, Lord. You're able to do exceedingly, abundantly, way beyond what we could ever think, ask, or imagine, Father God. And, Lord, I lift up to you today, Lord, to ho, Father God, Tipper. And, Lord, we put our faith in you afresh today. I put my confidence in you afresh today. We put our hope in you afresh today, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for what you did on the, for, for sending your son, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for coming. Thank you, Jesus, for making the way for Teho's healing. You said Isaiah 53 and 5, 1 Peter 2, 24, that by the stripes that Jesus bore, that Teho is healed. So we claim that afresh today, Lord. We claim that afresh today, Lord. We claim that afresh today, Lord. And we release our faith, Lord, in his direction. We release our faith in you, Father God, for your miracle working power, Lord, to go to work on his body today, Father God. We thank you, Lord. I come against that, that spirit of death and destruction. I come against that spirit of infirmity. I come against that thing that would rob his life. We come against those things, those spiritual things. And in the name of Jesus, we pull you down from your assignment, render you powerless and ineffective against him in Jesus' name. I declare that he shall live and not die and declare your mighty works, Father. With long life do you satisfy him and show him your salvation, Father God. Lord, we put our trust in you afresh today, Lord, on his behalf, Lord. In fact, I'll be disappointed, Lord. If there's no change, Father God, but I know there will be. And I'm thanking you, Lord, for that in advance today, Father, in Jesus' name. Father God, I pray, Lord, for every person in this place today, Lord. I pray today, Lord, that you'd revive in them, Lord, fresh hope, Lord. Lord, we know, Lord, that there's um, serious times coming up ahead, Father God. But we're not looking around. We're looking to you. Thank you, Lord, for a fresh hope today, Lord. A fresh sense of confidence, Father God. Fresh faith, Lord. Fresh manna from heaven, Father God, for every person in here today, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you supply our every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus, that you are our shepherd and we shall not want, that the righteous shall not be forsaken nor left begging for bread, Father. Lord, we put our trust in you afresh today, Lord, our confidence in you afresh today, Lord, and our hope in you afresh today, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you never leave us nor forsake us, that you never leave us nor forsake us that you never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. Revive dreams again today, Lord. Revive visions again today, Lord. Revive hope in everyone today, Father. And I thank you, Lord, for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.